0: Christopher Benson, who you may have heard of, is a multi-award-winning hairdresser. His work is frequently on the cover of magazines around the world. He has his own production company and education team called CBC, or Christopher Benson Collective. And he is also the Senior Vice President of Global Creative Direction for Clix, a revolutionary color tech company. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and I'm here with Christopher Benson, and we are going to hear his story and how he got to where he is. Hello, Christopher. How are you today? great how are you pleasure to be here i'm good thank you thank you for asking um so yeah i thought we just get it get a little introduction to you and like um you know what is what was what your path of your career uh so like how you got into hair and how did you get into competitions
1: <coughs> well i'm a third generation hairdresser and uh, i've always grown up around salons while never ever thinking i would get into the industry and then uh, I moved away when I was 18 from Salt Lake, where I grew up, and uh, moved to Vegas, because apparently that's what you do when you're 18, because, you know, you can't get into anything until you're 21 down there. So uh, I think that was uh, quite quite insightful knowledge on my part. Um, but, uh, you know, I grew up in my grandparents' house, so I, was a, I grew up with a single mother, and uh, my grandparents were hugely important to me. Uh, at the time when I moved to Vegas, my grandfather had had a heart attack, so obviously I obviously came home and... You know, he was like, what do you think about going to school? And I was like, school for what? And he suggested going to school for her. And I was just like, where is this coming from? <laughs> um, and I kind of laughed, honestly, because I just never really considered it. Um, but, you know, family in the business really thought it would be something I could do and do well. And I think sometimes people come in your life, Robert, that, you know, things, uh, they see things for you or bigger for you than what you even could imagine for yourself at the time, right? Um, and so more out of respect for him, I, I honestly went in to check out beauty school and see what it was about. Um, saw 70 girls and thought yeah, this could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really had no interest in doing hair. Um, and, and it's interesting you say competition work because uh, you know, I had an uncle who was who was heavily into competition work and uh lived in the area and did very well. And so here comes you know the next generation, and everybody was like here you know here's the little benson and he's gonna win and i didn't win and it was probably the best thing that happened for me because i'm super competitive by nature and that just lit a fire under me and i was like that won't happen again needless to say robert it's happened many times since then and i think we are all learnings right but um it really just lit a different fire under me that i wanted to know more i wanted to uh be involved in the industry and then you know uh that led me to going to competitions nationally and internationally and I think that when you go to those, a lot of them are held where shows are held as well. And so for me, it went from like competition work of really, you know, styling one thing um, uh, over and over so that you perfected it. And then you walk into an arena where you see like all these stages going on and collections and teams. Um, And so for me, my mind just went from this like singular idea of competition work in one look to wow this is a whole different perspective of the industry um and so i've met a lot of different people we networked with a lot of different people and started doing education um about a year out of school probably had no business doing it at that, time. Ah. <laughs> but um somebody again i think goes hey you know you can talk a lot uh, to <laughs> you should, you should <laughs> and teach and uh, and then i you know i think you you realize you have a responsibility when you get that opportunity to put value back to people and um a responsibility that if you're going to get that stage that you need to you know give somebody back something good bad or indifferent um because i've been doing a lot of things that i've watched and i'm like okay that's something i just want to use. It's all how you look at it, right? And for me, I try and look at things in a positive. I'm not saying every day is perfect because that's just not reality. But I try and look at things in a positive and find the best in things. Um, I've, I've seen the other side of it. And I just, it's easier to go, you know, today's a good day. I'm alive, um, you know. And uh, I clearly am here to do something still. So let's get on and let's go see what we can do. So I think having that approach and uh, surround yourself with good people, you know. And I think that's a that's a big thing as well. So for me, once it got into education, then I got an opportunity uh, to start doing education with Joico. I did that for about 10 years, became an international artist. Um, and then I got an opportunity with Matrix for uh, being their lead hair cutter at their Global Academy in New York. That was just brand new opening. And uh, I was with Matrix for 17 years, 17 amazing years. And um, I just felt like it got to a point, And I think you know, over COVID, it made everybody just stop, literally, uh, and, and unfortunately, but it made us all stop, and, you know, for me, it made me stop and look at everything in my life, and I think it was what I call the strip down and rebuild, and and for me, like, you know, you're there for so many people, and there was, it went from, like, uh, you know, being in front of people to c- talking to people a lot, Zoom calls a lot, virtuals a lot, Um Counseling people a lot. There was a lot of people that went through a lot of things, you know, myself included in that. Uh, towards the end, and I think just emotionally, you're we get so charged with uh, being able to be in front of people and do stuff with people that uh, it got, you know, to me where I had to go. Who are you? What are you? What do you bring? What are you today? What are you each day? Um, I had to strip the titles away, and you know, the titles are fantastic, and I think they're all earned. But for me award winner global winner all those things are facts but um for me I'm still Christopher Benson and you have to be happy with what you see in the mirror and every day you got to go uh what can be better today and hopefully you know each day I learn something try to nice I love all that That yeah
0: I I think if you can learn something you know you're doing better each day so that's amazing um so so when you you went to school and uh did you ever work in a salon Owned a salon, yeah. Came out of school,
1: went to uh, the top salon in the Salt Lake City area. And then uh, my uncle who I spoke about approached me and he wanted to open a salon. And so we actually opened a salon together. Um, We're partners in that. We had an advanced academy as well where we would teach people after they were out of beauty school, um, a lot about competition work and stuff like that. And then uh, worked with a lot of the beauty schools teaching, you know, advanced techniques going into the schools and stuff like that. Um, And it just got to a point, honestly, Robert, where it was like you know a lot of salon little education, and it got to the point where the two outweigh each other. And I always looked at it as I can go and open a salon again. I may not have this opportunity to teach at this level and do these kind of things and have these
0: kind of opportunities if I don't seize this moment. Yeah, that's so. It's like really just uh, education and competition stuff, kind of out the gate, and you were doing the. You know the hair, the normal thing of like going to a salon, and and then not I mean, as normal, day. but opening. Yeah, a salon. I, mean, yeah what, so what? I think the, I
1: think it happened to start in a salon because that's honestly what allowed me to. And I think this is important for everyone. You know what you do in school is what you're going to do out of school. So you yeah. know what you, what you practice in school. Um, and I honestly was a terrible student up until uh, that competition, probably about four months into school. And then from there, it gotcha. changed and like massive engagement, um, wanted to absorb everything and still do. And I think that, you know, taking that into the industry uh, and getting out and doing that in the salon was also super, super helpful. Because that's what I command from the team, right? Is absorb everything. I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. But together, we can create something amazing. Um, But I think you got to get like-minded people that think along that lines. So, you know, it's one, eight, nine, ten, approximately years. And then it just got to the point that I needed to uh, move on and do education full-time. So the opportunity with Matrix came up. And 17 years, uh, did many, many things in the L'Oreal house. Um, from the Global Academy to Head of Education for Logics at one point, um, back to a Global Artistic Director for them in the end. And, you know, I feel like we we did some amazing things and left it in a really good state that um, the next generation comes up. And I hope that uh, all the education and stuff and time we spend with them, they take it to the next level. And that's that for me is always what it's about, right? The, liberal, the ripple effect, so
0: so where does uh where does someone like you that's teaching so much i mean uh where do you get your like inspiration and your uh your education is it all pure pure tinkering and creation or
1: (laughs) a lot honestly a lot yeah Um, i i like to get a lot of inspiration outside of the industry and um right now you know uh after after you know joining clicks technology is a huge thing for me and um we really try and wrap a lot of our inspiration around that so we're always looking at you know what's the next thing in tech and how does that apply and how can it how can we apply it to the hair industry because you know i've done this for a few years um i've used lots of different inspirations mother nature is a huge thing for me um but i think finding things that aren't necessarily um what we think in our industry that could be inspiration um, and adapting that, I think, has been super cool as well. So, um, you know, fashion, I think, is a huge thing for me. Alexander McQueen is a huge inspiration. Um, but I also think, you know, people outside of the industry, just in how they approach life. Um, you know, Sam V is a huge inspiration to me because of just how he approaches life and who he is. So I think you can look at a lot of different places. I think it's it's not just in our industry. But for me right now, tech is a huge thing. And we want to bring that into you know, how we're adapting that into what we're approaching with education, not just from a tech side, but also how does the how does that tech wrap into color techniques or cutting techniques or, you know, the end results of the production of shows and things like that. So that's kind of the idea now for us.
0: Nice. Nice. That's awesome. I love that. I love uh, I love the idea of getting inspiration in and out in and outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um So I have a, I have a question. What, like if someone, you know, I talk a lot with a lot of uh, up and coming stylists, rising stylists and uh, people that are kind of in a point in their career where they're looking to make a move or something. If someone said like was listening to this and say, you know what, competitions, I never really thought about that. I'd like to get into that. What would be your advice to them to get into, into it? You know, anything? Totally. I think there's a ton out there right now.
1: Um, there's there's ones that cost enter, there's ones that are free. I mean, you have Naha, which I think is the pinnacle of the North America competitions. Um, for you know, it's like our Oscars. Um, I think you know, BTC has stuff, there's uh beauty awards, there's IBI, I mean, there's a ton. This is being involved with it. Um, again, some you have to pay money to enter, some you don't. But what I would tell you is find creative people that want to vibe don't try and do everything yourself you can do so much more as a team so find people that like to do makeup so you're not having to do that find people that you know just want to create pictures and imagery together and for me honestly that's where it started was just vibing with people and uh, you start to level up based on who you start vibing with and pretty soon you're going wait a minute i'm in a room of insane creatives that we can create at the highest level um and then realizing that you can do that and i think then it's putting that work out uh, I think the biggest thing you you gotta be comfortable with what you put out because there is no disclaimer at the bottom of it. So your names attached to it, good, bad, or indifferent. Some people love it. You know, the the harder I push the envelope, the more I do the edgier stuff, the more people um, either love it or don't. And it's there's not a lot of gray and I'm okay with it. I don't really care. I'm not nice. doing it. For you. I'm doing it for me. And, you know, what we do commercially for clicks and what we push across stages, I think is where education should be taught and inspiration should be had. But the competition stuff is what fuels me. And it's what you need to find inside the industry in any capacity. If you want to be the best person that does balayage, you're going be the best at it. And it doesn't matter what you, what turns your fire on. But you need to find fire in this industry besides just what is behind the chair, because there's a million things. And it's just finding what it is that turns you on. And so for me, competition turned me on, which led to a lot of editorial stuff because pitchers, you start sending up the pictures. And so press started picking up a lot of that stuff and you know I do just as many blonds and brunettes as anybody else, but all the stuff that everybody sees is all the vibrant you know vivid, crazy push to the envelope because that's what everybody jumps on, and that's what everybody loves in the competition work, so it's interesting, but
0: that's what ends up being Benson's so called box, but there's a big box that I play, it. gotcha so uh so really like it sounds like um you know following your passion and like looking for what inspires you, but also um like building a team like so so really having somebody doing helping you do put break it up into parts so you're not trying to do the whole thing that's a definitely a piece of advice you know like picture having someone take pictures i remember when i was uh Coming up, I tinkered with uh, photo shoots. I was at a company that they had a, their own photo awards every year and they've had a studio and they even would say, use the studio. Like, so we go and like find models and um, wow. sometimes makeup artists. Sometimes I'd have yep. the model makeup, do the makeup. Yep. So, so yep. you're saying like, just. Go out there and like just start playing around and uh and then basically enter one, enter one of these competitions. One point
1: or the other, I think it's it's just practice, you know. I have it obviously I have a ton of people that always reach out, especially after Nahar around Nahar, getting ready to ascend into Nahar. An um, and there's people that I talk to that just have never even shot, never even done photo work, and I'm like. I would not enter that with your first stuff. I would build to that. And and I would love to encourage them that, you know, that's, I love the goal. But for me, set some short-term goals, set some, just let's get creative. Let's get together. Let's just start shooting. See what we get. And then debrief it. What worked? What didn't work? Um, Have honest conversations. Don't put yes men around you. Put people that, you know, are critical about the level you want to work at. And then go rub elbows with the people you want to work with. I mean, you know, I, this industry is super cool and there is a lot of very cool people in this industry. I've collabed with some of the most insane, cool people that I never in my life thought I would collab with, but I reached out and just said, do you want to collab? And sometimes you're just going to put yourself and humble yourself and go, you know, you have something that I don't know. Let's do something together and, um, be vulnerable enough to say, let's go do it. But there's nothing wrong with, um, Humbling yourself to learn—that's what this whole industry is about. So for me, it's a—it's a—it's a a muscle you have to flex. It's an exercise that is consistent of learn from everyone around you and these young ones because they got a
0: lot to offer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the younger people—if you look at their Instagrams and their work—that's like light years ahead of where I was coming out of school. It's insane.
1: I look at, we're about to go to Naha in the next couple of weeks, but I look at like the student category and just what that's evolved to. And I just go, man, you know, the imprint that they get coming out of school with stuff like that. And then when they start producing, that stuff could be in any of our categories. It's stunning. And so to think that, you know, so for me, that's, that's the beautiful part is it's, it is getting better each year, you know, you start to see more talent coming out and that's what it is. And that's what it should be. And um you know is competitions the only way no that's one way that's one way to fire yourself up photo work is another great way but photo work the great thing about it is it tracks everything you do (laughs) yeah yeah. robert good (laughs) bad and indifferent (laughs) yeah sometimes you look back on it you're like Ooh, i thought that was really good at the time (laughs) 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 you know and and it probably was and it's just what you learn i think it's what you grow to but um no we've had good laughs with some of the shoots that we've done and you look back and go Wow, man, when you really think that was like amazing at the time? And then <laughs> you learn and who you vibe with and things you learn as you go along and you look back and go, that's hilarious now. But it's it's growth. That's the beautiful thing about pictures is um even if you're not gonna enter into the competitions, take pictures of your work. It tracks what you do. It says how much you're you know stretching that um, box that we play in. And I think that it's interesting. A dear friend of mine years ago challenged me to it. Um, Nicholas French, I mean, this guy's an icon upon icons in this industry and is the one that really got me rolling on Naha and stuff like that. But, you know, he said, take, take some pictures of your work, Chris, and at the end of the week or end of what you do, see how much variety you're really doing. And most people do three or four things in in the variety of what we do when you really take pictures of it and look at it. Um That's good some people call that a signature yeah some
0: people call it your box and i right. think
1: all what we decide to plan
0: so yeah i love this conversation it's all inspiration kind of finding your fire a uh, little bit of tips on how to get into uh kind of showcasing your work through competitions photo shoots or whatever else um so and i love the advice um So just to kind of like, uh, I want to save most of this for for like next time we talk, but um, you mentioned clicks and I mentioned, I talked about, I kind of said a little bit in the introduction, um, will you tell us just like, you know, maybe like a high level overview and we'll dive more in depth into it next time we talk. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about like finding your way to clicks and kind of like what that, what happened there?
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I think for me, you have to mentally change and decide what you're going to, what you want to do. And honestly, for me, I had to remove myself from the situation with L'Oreal by choice. And, you know, I still have great bridges with them and everything was on the up and up and it just was time. And I think that you get to a point in when you feel like you've made the, the maximum impact you could possibly make. And then I think, uh, as I said, in COVID, I really got to a point where I was going, I want to align with something different that I feel like I can really make an impact out into the industry. And so I had no idea about clicks, didn't know anything about clicks, never heard of clicks. And then uh, after I had removed myself from the situation with L'Oreal, I um, I obviously got entertained by a lot of different people um, in a lot of conversations and ended up having a very serious long conversation with them. And they were at a point where they were about to come to market and didn't really have the brand visual, if you want um, perspective on what I thought they had something so disruptive. And I thought what you're coming to market with does not match. And we had really hard, long, honest conversations about it. And um, we came in and uh, completely flipped upside down in the best way. And just, you know, it's, it's one of those things that was really interestingly built from trust. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. we had done a lot of research on each other. And it was like, you know, actions speak louder than words. So we just got, got to work nice love that <laughs> launched in Orlando of last year is is what it happened
0: uh, so just a couple months after I joined them is when we pretty well brought it to market nice so if anybody's listening or watching and they're wondering what is this clicks thing and i said in the beginning it's a revolutionary tech company uh tech color company and uh and we're going to dive more into it and the next uh next time we talk with christopher but uh it's it's literally going to change the way things are done in the salon uh i have i'm really excited about it i too am a lover of tech and uh so i really look forward to it but um just to kind of like, and correct me if this statement is wrong. It's kind of like a a Keurig uh, uh, of of color, kind of like the Home Depot, kind of making your own, mixing your own paints together to to kind of create your color. Is that basically? It's uh,
1: yeah, it's, yeah. It's high level. Yeah, it's AI yeah. a- app based. It has a dispenser. I mean, so Click stands for Color Lab Inventory Control System.
0: Okay. Cool. So we'll, we'll dive into that. And next time we talk with Christopher and um, I just want to say, thank you so much. Uh, I think that this is really great to hear. I have, I do have a lot of students when I go into schools and talk to the students that they ask questions about photo shoots and competitions. And, um, and I also think it's awesome to like really kind of put like a foundation of all that is based on like finding your fire and your inspiration. And I do, I do agree with your statement about you really need, you really need that in this industry and uh, you know, kind of keep give, give you that long sustainable path of uh, in this, in this space. Um, Before we wrap up, I like to end with a laugh and I like to ask all of my guests, if there is a time when uh, something happens and uh, they look back Mm -hmm. on and they can laugh about it. Uh, Did you have something in mind? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a couple, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm known as a colorist, but I am a cutter as
1: well. Uh, I think from a color standpoint, we've all probably seen this where you mix up bowls and it ended up, you know, completely different. Um, I like to put really progressive stuff. So (laughs) when things are not what they think they are, things come out very different. So that was one i think uh, probably the one that's the funniest is having somebody change the blades on uh, one of my razors for a show and we were doing like uh, a hot intro so we were cutting hair fast um took the guard off didn't put the guard back on so it was um i mean this is say one open cut throat razor and that first cut was short <laughs> you know? um and then at that point you start blending robert and so you know you look back at that and that's if you, where does the moment come from? I mean, things like that. So, <laughs> awesome. You look back on it and you go, "Wow, man, we were trendsetting before we were trendsetting." So oh, I love you, that. And I think we've all seen silly stuff like that. You grab the wrong pair of shears, uh, you think it's fitting shears, it's it's not.
0: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> things like that. I, think you get <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much for that. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, and uh, really appreciate having you and. Um, Everybody, this is Christopher Benson, and we'll have him on the show again, and we'll learn more about this Clicks Color uh, company and uh, and what it's all about and why why Christopher loves it and why he joined the team. So, um, and if you are listening on podcast, please uh, f- follow and give us five stars. I help support the channel. Uh, if you're listening on, on YouTube or Instagram, uh, please subscribe, follow, leave a comment below. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Really appreciate you for listening. And again, thank you, Christopher, for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.